We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Oh my God, people are getting shot, dude. Get out of here. Oh my God, dude. This guy's firing off shots. I don't know where my son is. No one can tell me where my son is. If he's been shot, if he's dead, no one knows. He's not answering the phone. But he was sitting right next to his boyfriend, and his boyfriend definitely was shot with multiple gunshots and taken in the ambulance. There was blood splattered on me, and I, I just remember just the screaming, and I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. So I dropped down, and I'm crawling out. I was just like, oh, please, just please make it out. Please, please. And then when I did, I saw people shot. I saw blood everywhere. There was blood all over me. I didn't know if it was my blood. I didn't know. So I was checking my whole body. When I got out, I realized it wasn't mine. It was somebody else's. Uh, the person I was with was shot in the back. Uh, I had to take my bandana off and tie it up, put it in, in the bullet hole that was in his back so that he wasn't bleeding because he was bleeding so bad his whole pant leg was red and it was still, it was so, it was so soaked. It was just, my hands were just covered. That was, uh, very sad collection of the sound bites that have come down in the last 24 hours. The deadliest mass shooting in American history happening yesterday in Orlando. Uh, it seems that an American citizen who pledged allegiance to the Islamic State went into a gay nightclub and killed 50 people, injuring 53 more. Good morning, everyone. It's 6:11, and we're Jeff and Jen. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. We're all just uh, reeling this morning. Yeah, I mean, just what a way to wake up on a Sunday morning, and it's just it was just horrifying all day. Did it? Did do we know that one that poor woman in the clip that you played? I saw her on every channel last night. It seemed talking about not being able to find her son. Do we know if she ever did find out? Has there been anything? His her son was. Here's what we have. Her name is Christine Leon, and she did two emotional interviews yesterday while she was waiting for news from her son Christopher. As of last night, he still had not been accounted for, but his boyfriend Juan was confirmed dead. My son hasn't been heard from, so I don't know if he was left in the club if he got shot or if he's being worked on here. I don't know. It's terrible. He's my only child. When he was in high school, he started the Gay Straight Alliance. I've been so proud of him for that thing. Please, let's all just get along. We're on this earth for such a short time. Let's try to get rid of the hatred and the violence. Please. This is heart-wrenching. It really is. 
That audio you played of the gunfire, that I hadn't heard that yesterday. That's the first time I heard that. Yeah, and that was actually uh, gunfire from when the SWAT team stormed yeah. the club. Uh, a guy named Eddie Justice was at the club, trapped in a bathroom with a shooter. His last text to his mother said he was about to die and that the shooter was in the bathroom with him. Here's his mother, Mina, waiting outside of the club for news about what happened to him. He was shot? We don't know. He's in the women's bathroom with the hostage. He's hostage from the shooter. How, how did you find out? He was texting me and calling me. What did he tell you exactly? That the shooter has them in the women's bathroom hostage and he's going to die. We was talking and I made him get off the phone because I had the dispatcher on one phone and him on another one. And he said he didn't want to look at the man because he might look and get shot. So I told him to hang up and text. So we was asking him questions. You know, is everybody all right? He said no. People are hurt. And um, then he said he has us and he's going to kill us. And that was it. And as of last night, she still hadn't heard anything. Eddie's second to last text at 2.50 in the morning said, quote, he's a terror, apparently meaning terrorist. And that was the last, uh, the second to last text that she got Mm. from him. So obviously there's a a lot more components to this story that we're going to be taking a look at. And, and of course, our city is reeling. We stand in unity with Orlando, the Below Zero Lounge, downtown Cincinnati. will be hosting a, a gathering tonight in memory of the 50 people shot and killed. So we have a lot more to cover, and all that's coming up straight ahead with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. But first, the shooter targeted a nightclub where people came together to be with friends, to dance and to sing, and to live. The place where they were attacked is more than a nightclub. It is a place of solidarity and empowerment where people have come together to raise... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's awareness to speak their minds and to advocate for their civil rights. So this is a sobering reminder that attacks on any American, regardless of race, ethnicity, religion or sexual orientation is an attack on all of us and on the fundamental values of equality and dignity that define us as a country. And no act of hate or terror will ever change who we are or the values that make us Americans. That's uh, part of President Obama's statement on the Orlando nightclub attack yesterday. They are saying this is the deadliest mass shooting in American history, the worst terrorist attack since 9-11. Wow. And the uh, shooter was a U.S. citizen. Born well, in New York? Born in New York. To Afghan parents? Lived here his whole life. Yep. I guess he I guess he called 911 during the attack to pledge his allegiance to the Islamic State and also mention the Boston bombers. They were saying on the news last night, this guy's actually been on the FBI's watch list for several years. Mm-hmm. Interviewed him a couple of times. 
Yeah, but, but they cleared any, him. Yeah, didn't have any evidence. They decided he wasn't a threat. Mm-hmm. So after word got out that he had called 911, pledging his allegiance to the Islamic State, ISIS took credit for the attack yesterday. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the so-called terrorism experts can't seem to agree on whether or not they ordered it, you know, that, that, that this was a specific order, or they're just claiming it since the guy was one of their followers, which is more likely the case. Yeah, I mean, didn't they kind of make a, just kind of a blanket statement, if, if you are acting on your own in behalf of us, right? Mm-hmm. please make sure that you Tell us state about it. it. Yeah, you got to state say, it. Mm-hmm. Even though he was on the FBI's watch list, and this is the crazy part. Even though he was on the FBI's watch list, this guy was able to legally buy the assault rifle he used in the attack 12 days ago. Mm-hmm. Probably because he'd been working as a uh, security guard a couple of hours south of Orlando in Fort Pierce. For a company that works with the government, Homeland wow. Security. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. His father was telling reporters that his son may have targeted the gay nightclub because he got angry earlier this year when he saw two men kissing in Miami. How does he hold on to that kind of anger, though, for so long and hate like that? Yeah, and what's crazy is his, his father doesn't think that his son was motivated by radical Islamic beliefs. <laughs> the dad kept saying this has nothing to do with religion. Well, maybe Dad didn't know his son very well. Yeah, I don't think he did. Well, he was saying too, like he doesn't have the beard and he didn't do all these other things, and I had, but he did this. So it's like, what part of you is that not registering with? Well, then he was saying, you know, he's the perfect son. He's a great son. Yeah. We're finding, you know, his son. The reason he got divorced is because he beat his wife Abusive. for not doing the laundry. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, the shooter married a woman from Uzbekistan in two thousand nine. And she was telling reporters he he had a history with mental illness and steroids and that this guy used to beat her pretty good. So she left him after four months of being with the guy. And she doesn't think religion played a role in the attack either. She thinks he just went off the deep end and just started started spouting off crazy talk. You know? Mm -hmm. As for the attack itself, he started shooting right after Last call, and uh, the place was still just packed. There were over 300 people inside for Latin night during Gay Pride Month. So it was dark, and some people were obviously confused by the sound of gunshots. I mean, I can't tell you how many witnesses said they thought it was part of the music. Right, until all of a sudden they're noticing people going down on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ was playing a typical set that uh, incorporated what we thought was gunshots as part of the music. Four shots, bop, 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 bop. But for some reason, it was different. No one put two and two together until the fifth and sixth, between 10 and 20. That's when everything really started getting real. And then we all, um, at that point, did a domino effect all to the floor. Everybody, at least at that part of the club. I can't speak for the main floor or anything else, but at least from what I saw in our section of the bar, it was just a quick drop hit the floor, hit the ground. Yeah, a lot of witnesses described a scene sort of like the terrorist attack at that rock concert in Paris back in November. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just like that attack, there's there's a lot of stories about people escaping, hiding, 
doing whatever they could to help people who were hurt. Those are the By the great- time we got to 20 to 30 rounds, we were already trying to exit a small exit way, side stage that was for an employee access only. It was very, very narrow once we got to this little alleyway. There was about 20 to 30 people trying to push themselves through a very small cabinet-looking door. Then there was a huge gaping hole in the fence that literally looks like people just punched it and kicked it down in order to get out because they realized that that wasn't working. All in all, probably like a minute and a half, two minutes just to exit the building. But we were still on premises dealing with casualties that we, we decided to stay by and help out. And by the way, just to illustrate what kind of craziness we're living in right now, it looks like there could have been another mass shooting targeting the gay community on the other side of the country. Cops in Los Angeles caught a 20-year-old from Indiana taking a car full of guns and explosives to the gay pride parade in Hollywood yesterday. That's scary stuff, too. So glad they grabbed a hold of him. They're still investigating, but the guy supposedly isn't tied to ISIS, and it wasn't related to what happened in Orlando. That was just a pure hate crime about to happen there. Yeah, I guess. But um, they got a big GoFundMe page set up for the victims and their families. GoFundMe.com slash Pulse Victims Fund. That's what they're calling it, the Pulse Victims Fund. It's already raised over $1.2 million. Nice. So, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the challenge in a situation like this is you, you just want to feel like you're doing something productive. Mm-hmm. It's a very helpless feeling. It's, a, it's the worst feeling in the world. Uh, more to cover on this story and uh, other angles to take a look at as well as we kind of move through a, a Monday stunned on Cincinnati's Q102. The individual believed to be responsible for the terror attack at the Orlando Club Pulse early Sunday morning has been identified as Omar Mir Sadiq Martin, age 29, an American citizen born in New York. He died of an exchange of gunfire with police officers early this morning. The FBI first became aware of Martin in 2013 when he made inflammatory comments to co-workers alleging possible terrorist ties. The FBI thoroughly investigated the matter, including interviews of witnesses, physical surveillance, and records checks. In the course of the investigation, Martin was interviewed twice. Ultimately, we were unable to verify the substance of his comments and the investigation was closed. In 2014, Mateen again came to the attention of the FBI because of possible ties to Monar Abu Salah, an American suicide bomber. The FBI conducted an investigation, including an interview with Mateen. We determined that contact was minimal and did not constitute a substantive relationship or a threat at that time. It has been reported that Mateen made calls to 911 this morning in which he stated his allegiance to the leader of the Islamic State. The uh, That's a part of the press conference the FBI was holding yesterday, talking about what they know so far about the Orlando shooter. That was Special Agent Ronald Hopper speaking. The uh, annual Tony Awards went down last night, and host James Corden started the show with a tribute to the Orlando shooting victims, which... You know, I thought was appropriate. I mean, you know, how does a show go on like that in light of something like that? I mean, that's all. That's kind of all people were thinking about yesterday. And now they get, you know, they got this show to do. Right. 
So this is how this is how he handled it last night. All around the world, people are trying to come to terms with the horrific events that took place in Orlando this morning on behalf of the whole theatre community and every person in this room. Our hearts go out to all of those affected by this atrocity. All we can say is you are not on your own right now. Your tragedy is our tragedy. Theatre is a place where every race, creed, sexuality and gender is equal, is embraced and is loved. Hate will never win. Together, we have to make sure of that. Tonight's show stands as a symbol and a celebration of that principle. This is the Tony Awards. Well said. Yeah, Frank Langella used his Tony Awards acceptance speech to send a message of strength to the victims of the shooting. The guy's 78 years old. He's been around for a while. And he got the award for best performance by an actor in a leading role in a play for his turn in The Father. And after thanking everyone involved in the production, he turned his attention to the tragedy. I urge you, Orlando, to be strong because I'm standing in a room full of the most generous human beings on earth and we will be with you every step of the way. Yeah, he said, when something bad happens, we got three choices. We, we let it define us, we let it destroy us, or we let it strengthen us. And, mm, I like that. And today in Orlando, we, we had a hideous dose of reality. And that's when he urged everyone to be strong. And He wasn't the only one who expressed his condolences during the award ceremony. Lin-Manuel Miranda also tearfully acknowledged the victims of the nightclub massacre, saying, We rise and fall and light from dying members, remembrances that hope and love last longer, and love is love is love is love is love is love cannot be killed or swept aside, he said while holding back tears. It was very emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, I I mean this this is where everybody's head is at right now. Like where how do you how do you conduct business as normal after something like that? Yeah. My brain hurt yesterday after I, I you know, it's our job to kind of know what's going on, so I was absorbing everything that I could and at a certain point I said, I'm going to go get a little Caesar's pizza and we're going to lay in bed and we're going to watch something that is horrible on Netflix and check out because I didn't know what to think anymore. Yeah, I mean, your brain literally reaches a saturation point where there's yeah. only so much you can take. And I, I kept trying to snap myself out of it yesterday, but I just couldn't, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I found myself like gravitating back to the phone, back to the television, back to the news, you know, looking for an update, means. trying to yep. understand what's going on. What are people saying? What are people talking about? Yeah. My brain always, when when something like this happens, I... <sighs> Spend as little time as possible, like getting all up in it and getting, you know, all sad and worked up. My brain immediately goes to, okay, how do we take, how do we take this tragedy and create change so something like this never happens again? And what'd you come up with? Ah, well, see, that's the issue. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for me, that's a great plan. Well, you know, this shooter was just filled with so much hate. Right. And if there's mental illness involved here, which it sure sounds like there is, and, and, 
maybe also some if he's on steroids that's add, that adds another level to it and it's like how do you change the heart and minds of people who are filled with so much hate because i think the only way that we stop these kinds of attacks is doing that making these people that are attacking not want to attack but how do you do that that's where i'm stuck well i don't know how you change the hearts and minds of other people but you know i know that we can make a decision ourselves to be who we are and that we're not going to be part of the problem and making a decision to be part of the solution yeah and, and choosing really, peace yeah and taking a really good look you know at yourself and saying okay in what ways in my life am i hateful or judgmental or you know, just look at you look at right. Facebook feeds, but you can look at what of look at one of our feeds from over the weekend with the bridal video. Oh, I know. You I know? stopped reading them. I, I know. I mean, people are getting on there. We gave a woman a wedding. We we paid for her wedding dress and her accessories. Right. And there are people being hateful about that. Right. Can you spread enough kindness in the world, though? That's the thing. I mean, I read this no, quote. There's one, no such thing. I know. I read this quote <laughs> one time that was like being. Be kinder than you normally would because you never know when you're going to run into someone and what their battle may be. Yeah. And it's the truth. You I mean, can, just you can be the one to, to, that spreads the kindness. To bring a little sunshine in their life or you could be the final straw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that occurred to me recently where, you know, we all have choices in life, obviously, or the way we react to things. And... uh I choose I choose tolerance. I choose acceptance. And I choose love. Cuz uh going the other route, I just I I see it destroying us. Yeah. I just don't see what what and, good it does. And I don't have the energy to spread that kind of Yeah, and trust me, you know, it's not cuz I think I'm a good person by any means. I'm I'm as flawed as they come. But I agree about the love and acceptance. But when you are, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. If if we're all thinking that way, but the other folks that don't think that way, mm-hmm. how does how does that? Well, I can't control them. I can only right. control myself and the next generation, the people that come after me, you but, know, but, and, and try to instill love in them and absolutely. set set a good example. But but being aware that there are not nice people in the world, like there'll always be <laughs> yeah. bad oh, people. So absolutely. Like, yeah. So you know? what steps can we take right. like, to be there. get them under control? Right. What, what, what can we look for in others that maybe we're not seeing that would be red flags that would say, okay, this person is somebody who might just snap. And, you know, we all work with that one person, at least one person. Don't look at look, Everyone's look at, at Tim. Like, you know, know. It's funny. on the wrong we're, day. We're all, we're all looking at different people, too. That's what's funny. <laughs> what I'm looking, looking at you. At She's looking at him. He's looking at her. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> right. But, you know, we do. And, and we know people probably in our private lives. We probably have one in our family that it's like. So works out. Well, so where yep. you know awareness has to come into this as well, being aware of other people's pains and struggles, and and loving them, accepting them enough that we can help them, so they don't become the next one to do this. All right, let's take a break and let's continue this discussion here. We gotta we gotta do this, and we'll come back. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. It is 645, and weather-wise, it's supposed to be sunny and comfortable today. At least there's some good news, but still very warm. We'll see high temperatures in the mid-80s. Happy Feast Day.
pieces. Everyone was having a good time, actually. Um, and then it was like mayhem. Um, next thing you know, I just started hearing like bang, pop, 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 pop. And people were like scattering, running around. I didn't really know what to do. I'm looking for my friend. I kind of curled up in a corner for a second. Um, then I unfroze myself and then jumped over the back wall that everyone was trying to get out of. I just jumped over and just kept running. How long did you hear gunfire, would you say? Probably a good minute, a good two minutes. It just seemed like it wasn't ever going to stop. They were like dragging bodies, um, people that were wounded, um, just to get them out of the way. Probably the worst feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. So, like, I'm, I'm happy that I was, I got away and like harmed and stuff, but at the same time, I feel bad because there's so many people. There was so, like, it was really packed. So many people. Yeah, that was uh, Sean Royster who's talking to CBS about what he saw and heard in the club. The tragedy in Orlando was the deadliest mass shooting in the U.S. in U.S. history. And our worst terror attack since 9-11. So naturally, celebrities had a lot to say about it. And here are some of the highlights. For starters, there was a lot of gun control talk. And Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane didn't hold back. He tweeted, these shootings are a regular occurrence. You don't get to be shocked anymore. Unless you take action to stop them. Ban automatic weapons, he says. And then when one follower said uh, he could have been stopped if someone there had a gun, Seth said, often stated, never once happened. And when another asked if they should should have banned planes after 9-11, Seth said a plane's primary function is not to kill. Get the difference? He also said, man, Twitter responses to all this on my feet are enough to send the even cheeriest soul into a deep depression. <laughs> I know, he's so right, though. What is the reasoning behind having automatic weapons like that still legal? Like in the whole gunfight? Because, you know, that's just already started with. I don't know. I don't own any automatic weapons. Mm -mm. Chris Rock saying military weapons belong in the military. And the others calling for more gun control included Cher, Julianne Moore, Adam Lambert, Will Wheaton, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and Questlove. George Takei took Donald Trump to task for basking in congratulations for saying that he was right about radical Islamic terrorism. Others went after Trump, including Judd Apatow, Olivia Wilde, and Josh Groban. Some celebrities skipped the finger-pointing. Yeah, I mean, none of it seems productive to me. I mean, all the finger-pointing and everybody's an expert, none of it seems productive it, it's not changing anyone's heart or mind but it makes them feel better i guess it does yeah it does i mean look finding someone to blame just feels everybody's like got the solution being done right gloria stefan calls the area home and she said as these massacres become commonplace it becomes even more important for us to love each other as much as humanly possible and to never lose hope that we can somehow make things better. Love will always win and lead us through the darkness into the light. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Last night in celebration of pride, a group of people, people like you or me or your neighbors or family, were dancing and listening to music and celebrating life. That's all they were doing, just like you or me, just like your neighbors would. And then one man and his guns took that life away from them. That is cruel. And it's exactly what America and it's exactly against what America stands for. I hope we can wake up and realize we are all the same, just humans, one species, just want to be loved. Uh, let's see. Others who went the love and support route, Elton John, 
Dwayne Johnson, Madonna, Laverne Cox, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Brad Paisley, Usher, Lance Bass, Ricky Martin, Aisha Tyler. Oh, by the way, I thought this was kind of cool. Um, somebody put together a somebody put together a song. Let's see if I can find this. Alicia Keys. Here it is. Forgive me. We're so upside down this morning after what happened yesterday. Yeah, it really is. Like, well, what do we? What do we? What do we do? It's hard to talk about. I know. I get so much. And then, it, but then it's here. like you know, hey, can't exactly. It doesn't feel right to play faker for real either. No, it doesn't. So, yeah, let's let's muddle through the morning together. I guess. Figure it out as we go. Right. What are you looking for? Well, there's there's a tribute montage here I got to this Alicia Keys song that I wanted to play mm. for you. And it suddenly, you know, of course, like when I need it, can't I can't find it, find it right? Because there's just so much. Oh, and then, and then over the weekend, this happened before the shootings, Christina Grimmie yeah. from The Voice. This was crazy, too. Only four miles away from that club, too. Yeah. Was shot it and killed. Right. Yep. Shot and killed by a fan after her concert on Friday in Orlando. She was signing autographs. Right. Mm-hmm. And this guy came up and shot her before killing himself. Here's a clip of Christina's performance that night. <laughs> I remember her. She was like a third runner-up in 2014. She was on Adam's team. Yeah. Really good friends with Selena Gomez. Yeah. Beautiful girl. Really mm-hmm. talented. Yeah, you bring up Selena Gomez. She took a moment to honor Christina Grimmy during her show in Miami on Saturday. When she was 14, we met her. Um, my parents and I signed her. And... Um, one thing about Christina and her family is that she holds her faith so closely to her. And I think it's not about her religion, and it's not about anything or good deeds, it's just that she had faith. And I don't really understand how this really happened, but I would like to dedicate this next song to Tough weekend. Really? All right, I found the uh, the Alicia Keys. I got to take a break, so I have to play it on the other side of the break. But we've got that traffic and weather coming up straight ahead with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 706. Sunny and comfortable today, but still very warm. We'll see a high around 85. Right now it's 62. With Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Boy, everybody's down in Orlando today. Matt Lauer, Lester, all the heavy hitters. Yep, they're lined up, aren't they? Media is all there. Yeah. Hmm. It's really all anybody's talking about, front page of every newspaper, online. And uh, a lot of people here in the tri-state, you know, with friends, people that are affected by the Orlando shootings on a... On a very personal level. Hey, Joey. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? I don't know, man. How are you? 
We're we're hanging in there. So, Fritz was telling me that you know a couple of people that were at the club the other night. We, I do. I'm originally from I'm originally from Florida, and I just moved here to Cincinnati a while ago. And uh, yesterday we were waiting just to hear word of friends to make sure that they were okay. Two friends had made it out 20 minutes prior to the shooting, yeah. and then my other good friend Drew and his boyfriend where the, his sister was could not get a hold of him or anything like that. And as I was telling Fritch, it was a crime scene. And and so the bodies could not be taken out. And it, could have been, it had to be 24 hours, or it, they said it could be 24 hours or more. Mm-hmm. And then late last night, it was like we, was like, we hated to get the phone call, but unfortunately Drew and his boyfriend were among, among the 50 bodies that were... Mm. In the main part of the bar. Oh God! And and it's, it's you know, as like as like in the gay community, as like as like it is like we do go as like we go to the bar for as like like everybody's been saying it's a safe haven for us. Right. And and you know and it's like but we welcome everybody as like we don't shut anybody out. And as like unfortunately for Drew and as like his fam his family had shut him out because being being Latin. It's like it's very strong, you know, Christian family, and as like some people are shut out, mm-hmm. and then it's like with us, and as like as like like we always say, is like we get to choose our family in the gay community, yeah. and then have it have it taken away in an in instant is 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 hard, and as like and then having this happen, as like and he was such full of life and an amazing person, and as like as like as like you would. You would just go as like if you were having a bad day, and you could just you could just go to Drew and just and he would just make you just feel like you were on top of the world. Mm. And so it's like it's and and it's as waking up waking up Sunday morning to twenty five text messages from all your friends in in Orlando, trying to you know trying to find our friends and our loved ones. It was it was rough trying to account for everyone you know facebook's got this thing now where it, it was like a safety check did you yeah, guys see this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it was like and it was like and all of our friends it was like all of our friends kept on checking in for safety and it was like and, and it was like and we kind of knew that because it was like it was like drew and his boyfriend didn't check in and then it was like and it was like checking all the hospitals and everything and and everything like that and we kind of knew it was coming but but just to confirm it, it was just devastating. It was yeah. one of the one of the reporters from CNN was talking to one of the investigators who had the horrific job of having to move through the crime scene inside the club. And one of the most eerie, hair-raising, upsetting, sickening things about that was yeah. the sound of cell phones ringing and vibrating. Mm-hmm. In, in the pockets of all of these oh, dead yeah. bodies, clearly from loved ones trying yeah. to reach them, and I just can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See if they were okay. So, but I just want I just wanted to say, you call this morning and say thank you for covering it and talking about this, and 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 just wanted to share some of Drew's life and his boyfriend. I mean, I was like, if you. If he would have walked into your studio, I was like, you, you guys would have fell in love with him instantly because he had that personality, and I was like, and I was like, just, just, bright, just brighten anybody's day, no matter what.
Well, thank you for sharing that with us, man. Oh, thank you, Joe. Hey, Joey, we know that you're on the phone with us, but we're sending a big hug your way. Yeah. Thank you so much. We mm-hmm. appreciate that, and I will definitely pass that on to Drew and his family. All right, mm-hmm. buddy. Take care. Bye. Take care, okay? Thank Take you. Yeah. So, Below Zero Lounge downtown, they're at uh, 12th and Walnut. They're going to gather tonight around 7 o'clock. A little gathering in memory of the 50 people shot and killed. Uh, they say, we invite and encourage friends, families, and allies of the LGBTQ community to join us. Our dear friend and supporter, Alice Connor, will be there to say a few blessed words of comfort. Vigil's going to start at 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. And below zero, just, just kind of catty corner from Lachey's. Mm-hmm. People kind right. of wondering where it's at. Opposite corner. Can't miss it. Let's all just get along. We're on this earth for such a short time. We gotta pray. Let's try to get rid of the hatred and the violence. We gotta pray. Please. We gotta pray. families who are grasping for answers with broken hearts. Stand with the people of Orlando who have endured a terrible attack on their city. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.